Welcome back everyone to Making It in the Live Entertainment Industry with Elijah Wolf with your host, Elijah Wolf. And today we have another great episode, but before we get into it, can you guys please give us a rating if it's not too much of an inconvenience, either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you are, that helps us out tremendously. And we have one quick thing before we get in, and I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Once again, it's a great one, like always, and I'll take you guys soon. Bye-bye. Welcome back, everyone, and today I hope you guys are all doing well, fantabulous, whatever you want to do in these times. And once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Today we have a very special episode. We're going to be talking about different mixing techniques and different mixing options that are out there, right? There's a whole bunch. I have a whole list, right? I have a whole list. Uh, not a whole list. It's, it's, a, it's a decent-sized list. But first, I want to get into... Um, Depending on how your board you lay out your board, that's what I'm talking about first. On your board layout, and what I mean by board layout, so musicals, um, anything with a whole bunch of mics, um, mostly, yeah, musicals, um, variety shows like singing, dancing, with a live anything with a live band and vocals, pretty much. Um, it depends on how you set your your board is the way I think of it, mostly. I set, I set my board uh, M7CL, so 48 channels, um, 24 on the bottom, 24 on the top, I believe is how it's set. It goes 888, or 168, 168, and that's how that's set up. So on the bottom row, I like to keep my microphone, so up to 48, that's including backstage microphones, or area microphones, or anything like that. I like to keep on the bottom row, so I can see them, mix them easily, because once I have my... Uh, orchestra up dialed in. I don't like to touch them too much, but then uh, I have my stage. I'll talk about that later, but I use studio manager during shows and stuff now. But And then I have on my top row, the top 40 or 24 channels, usually the orchestra. If I do need some overflow, I will go to another overflow board, which is like a basic 32 channel Yamaha 16 by 2 board. I forgot the exactly, so that OV9196 196V or something like something like that is what it's called. I'm not a hundred hundred percent sure, but yeah, that's that's how I set up my board. And so like the technique I use is basically either I okay. First of all, don't give me grief or anything. This is how I do it. This is how I've been doing it for a while. Is using uh, inside the board you can have your different scenes, right? Do your presets. Uh, you can recall scenes. That's how I do it. I set up my board. Uh, for a certain, either for me, for what would it be, certain number, certain scene. Every scene I do a new scene, pretty much for the show, and then everything, anything changes from like one person to a whole ensemble, um, or full company number. I like to have make another one, so I don't have to try to figure, turn it on and off and do all that stuff. So I can just keep them open. I don't do groups and stuff. Usually, I do do groups, but not that kind of like. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. I can't do it with that kind of group. Like, I don't make it so, like, one-to-one. Like, I don't have my leads on different groups and then the ensemble on one and then a band on one. I do have band on one, I have vocals on one, and then I have uh, monitor mix down on one, I believe. Because it is a front-of-house desk, and we do not have a monitor mix board backstage. But I digress. But that's how I set it up. That's how I do it, is using different scenes and recalling them uh so if i need like mic one seven and five or one five and seven sorry 
I saw my levels, record it, go to the next scene, and then every time I hit, like, I marketed my script, this is when I need to move to the next scene, press recall, gives me back my preset from that. But then I've also seen it being used, I was some, I've tried it with QLab, it's basically the same thing, but you program it inside QLab, saying like, this mic needs to be on at this level, as soon as you press go, the board will do it, turn it on. So if you're down like a board op or something, and it's like not as big of a deal, um, like a musical or something, like just maybe a play or something, and your actors are consistent, that's a very good choice if you're running video or lighting off of QLab or anything off of that audio on QLab through MIDI, very good. Uh, yeah, you get you basically aren't paying somebody to run audio then, which is nice in some cases, some other not. Uh, but then the other ones I've seen uh, on Broadway used, not on Broadway, but on Broadway, different shows, just different professional, is the one-to-one. Uh, I don't know what exactly it's called. That's what I call it because they always have it on. So all the channels are on but they're at negative infinity, so every time someone comes up, they slide it up to uh, zero, bring it back down, zero, bring it back down, and they just keep their fingers on all of them. And I think there's a 16-row like board type thing with different layers, so then they can do all that, which, I mean, yeah, that's nice, but if you have mics, if you're not a professional theater and you have mics jumping around and around to other different people, which this happens with us, um, we... I can't, I can't do that just because of different levels and different people and actors aren't consistent. So I do snapshots or scenes or whatever you want to call them. They're called scenes on the board, but snapshots because of video on uh, like switchers and stuff. But either one you want to call them, that's what I do. But then uh, there's another way that you can do it, which is kind of cheating, kind of, not really. But... Uh, using Studio Manager 2 or any of those programs like I talked about before uh, using MIDI it's basically just an extension to your board so you're still using the scenes on the board but you control them from your computer instead of from the board so it's kind of like a QLab meets console mix type thing so you can program inside of it and then this is what I want this is what I need and you can do levels on it and everything during the show you can have it have a uh, live through MIDI uh, live cues aka you can just move mixes and stuff or your sliders uh, during a live show, which is nice to have an extra, I think I can fit 32 channels on it, which is decent, I'm on a 15 inch MacBook Pro. So that's that's decent to have. But overall, anything that works, I think, is the best way to do it. Um, and marking up your script is always helpful, very, very helpful. That's the first thing I do, I try to do is mark up my script, this is what I need for scenes, and then I plug into a spreadsheet and the spreadsheet is there for basically my A2 or whoever's backstage helping me. Um, so yeah, so then everybody knows what's going on. This is what happens. This is who has what mic. This is what mic they have on the device. I'll get into that different one, like a different, like how I set up spreadsheets basically on how um, I start my show pretty much, like how I set up my setup. Uh, sorry, I'm putting this into my notes so I don't forget. Otherwise, I will forget. Um, 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 sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, anything that works pretty much is good for you. If you stand versus sitting, I know there's a, not a whole bunch of... I like to stand. I know some people like to sit, but standing, I think it just gives me more energy. I don't fall asleep. And I know that is a 
bad thing for some people that happens is they fall asleep. Not fall asleep, but they like, you get, you get tired. When you're sitting down, you get tired. You don't have a whole bunch of energy. So that's what I feel like um, overall on that. But once again, once you find something that works, uh, use it unless you want to change. If you don't feel like it's working out too well for you, change it up. Maybe try a different technique, try a different uh, anything like that. Maybe a different program or uh, do some of your own research trying to find a different program or different techniques or stuff like that. Or yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, sorry, I got a babbled on a little bit. I don't know, a little sidetracked here and there. Sorry about that. But I hope you guys have a great, great day or rest of your day, night, morning, whatever it is. And one quick thing before we go. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. And before I give you away to whatever the rest of your day holds, uh, if you guys could once again, if you haven't already, please rate us. It helps us out so much being listed on the charts and whatever you want to call them but it just helps us a whole bunch and if you did enjoy please come back soon there will be another one and i hope you guys have the wonderful rest of your day or morning or whatever time to listen to this it's up to you so thank you guys for listening and always have a great one